But you know, wrestling is gay, and, and I love it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you do. <laughs> Welcome to episode 96 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... The Dildo Police is coming for you. The Dildo Police is coming for you. The Dildo Police, everybody. No, not the Dildo Police. <laughs> Lord freaking Horsticles, what's happening? How much, man? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Better, no. than, uh, better than yesterday? Oh, hell yeah. I had the vomits, and the shit shoveler here wasn't around to pick it up. Oh, man. Speaking of the shit shoveler, we do have a special guest on this week's episode, Mr. Horseminion519 himself. Sean Kleinfelter, how are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you doing? Back for your second round? Yes. Uh, much more confident this time, too. He wants it. That's good. He wants it. He wants, he wants what? Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Lick it like you love it. No, I want you to do, I want you to do that on me. No, 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 no. Whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up here. Minion number five is about to get in the near. <laughs> and we're off to a good start. So... Let's talk some comics this week, because we got a lot to go over today. What were your top two this week, Miguel? All right, brother. My number two this week was... I'm going to read it this way, okay? I remember back in the day when comics were really good. Spider-Man 2099, number one, with Peter David and Wills Sliney, or Sliney, or whatever. I can never get these guys' names right. Whatever. <laughs> Miguel O'Hara's all over the place. <laughs> so are you, apparently. <laughs> yeah, 20, 2099, number one, uh, is the new iteration of Spider-Man, Miguel O'Hara, like you said. Uh, I really enjoyed it as well. It was actually my number one book. Took the suit off, baby. Uh, he's given up being Spider-Man, at least for this point in time. He's told Peter Parker, I'm done with it. There's too many of you fucks running around. I just want to be left alone, live my life like a normal person. I'm already stuck in this timeline that I don't want to be in. Well, how many fucks are running around? There's a lot, man. Oh, well, Spider, tell me. Spider-Gwen. Fuck uh, Spider-Gwen. Uh, Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Parker. Uh, you know, all the Edge of Spider-Verse people are still around. You got Spider-Noir, you got Spider-Ham. They're all part of this new world, and, and he just doesn't feel like he has to step up anymore. Why you got to say Spider-Ham so disrespectfully, man? I'm just saying. I got nothing against Spider-Ham. Gwen's the one I don't like. That's right. Fuck Spider-Gwen. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but anyways, um, he, this issue is actually really funny. He starts out uh, auditioning for American Ninja Warrior. That was which great. any spider person would be incredibly qualified for. He gets through the course fastest time ever, super easy. Everybody's like amazed because he's just like a normal looking dude. What was that record? Twenty nine point nine nine seconds. Yeah, I think it was. He absolutely crushed it. It's like he's not using the rings. Oh my god! I've never seen anybody do this before. <laughs> and on top of that, you know, he goes on and he's trying to live a normal life. He has a girlfriend now, and they're, you know, getting ready to start a family. And tragedy happens. You know, there's there's a big attack that he wasn't expecting at the end of the episode that might actually lead to him redonning the suit. You know, you get to see the new suit that Peter has designed, the white and pink one that we talked about in the last episode, uh, but he's not wearing it yet. So it'll be interesting to see how and when he's coerced into becoming Spider-Man again. It's not your favorite suit? I, I don't love the suit, not really, but I, I like the character, and I love the voice that he has right now, and I really especially love the fact that Peter David is, is writing it, because whenever the narration is going on, it's really funny. Since we've met Peter David, and we had that really amusing interaction with him when the Mad Men crew... <laughs> Hence, I did my voice today. Yeah. Uh, I, I hear his narration in his voice, which really enhances the series for me. <laughs> when I started reading the book, I was fine, and then you made that stupid comment, and then the rest of the way, that's all I heard. Yeah, it and just, it made it much... You are right. It made it so much better. Don't you wish you could like push a button on the comic book, and it, like he would read the words to you? Of course, it would be more expensive than $3, but still... 
You're freaking amazing. But how in the hell did he write that crap at the end? What the hell, man? I don't know, man. But I really enjoyed it. It was one of the best new, all new, all different number ones. I'm really looking forward to reading more of it. Oh, I liked it too. I'm just saying, I don't. I, can we not have some tragedy? That's all I'm saying. Can, can we just live peacefully for a change? Can I, don't we, think, I don't think you can be a Spider-Man without having some kind of a tragedy. Yeah. I understand it, but can we go at least two or three issues with some some fake bliss or something? Nobody wants to read that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, just trying to be all new, peaceful, level horsticles. No, shit, man. We've had 70 years of uh, tragic Spider-Man. Come on now. Get your ass out there and start shoveling my shit. <laughs> Fuck you and your horse dong. <laughs> Well, I know Sean read a bunch of books this week, too, so you actually have a top three list, too. He can read? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what, was your, what was your number two, Sean? Uh, my number two was Uncanny Avengers number one. Uh, writer was Jerry Dugan, and artist uh, was Ryan Stegman. It's, um, well, it's basically exactly what it was before, but now they've added the Inhumans onto the team as well. well so the, it the used Inhumans, to be Humans it, and Mutants. No, no, no. You got it backwards. Dumbass. Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually the Unity Squad. It was always mutants and inhumans working together to try to bridge the gap between them, but now humans are a part of it. Deadpool's the first human on the team. Mm, okay, okay. So suck. Because I mean, like, because before it was Captain America, and I think there was one other person. Captain America was never a part of it. Oh, uh, okay. It was always, he was just always dictating. It was always it. Havoc leading the team, and a bunch of inhumans were like part of it. Mm. Now Captain America has taken over control of all of the Avengers teams, and he's put Deadpool onto this team. Which is causing a rift with a lot of people. You know, Spider-Man in particular was just like, peace, I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> he just threw deuces and walked out. Yeah, and it was really funny, I thought. I mean, I think it's hilarious that Deadpool merchandise is funding the Uncanny Avengers. <laughs> yes, like the whole store. And it's all Deadpool stuff. <laughs> like, I loved that. There were so many fun things in the book, and Jerry Dugan is just one of my absolute favorite Marvel writers at the moment. I loved it, but it did not quite crack my top three. Hey, that was a good pick there, Horse Minion. Uh, I like it. I think Spider-Man's going to come back. Because you, yeah, you and I both too. know Spider-Man-Deadpool yeah. combination is freaking gold. Well, there's the Spider-Man-Deadpool team-up book that's coming pretty soon, too. So I'm almost certain he's going to come back. Who's writing that one? I think Jerry Dugan is. Oh, right. Jesus. He's, Jerry <laughs> Dugan is crushing it. And I love Stegman's art. I've been a fan of Stegman ever since Scarlet Spider. Uh, that was when I was first exposed to him. I, I love his art style, and it really fits this book well. Um, just It's a great series so far. Oh, I almost forgot. My brother told me to ask you, did you bring the nip clips back? Mm. His favorite nip clips. Mm. Are you still wearing them? I'm still wearing you them. You freak. <laughs> <laughs> well, my number two uh, is actually a far removed choice, something that I never thought would make it onto my list, but Whoa. it's Lois and Clark number one from Dan Jurgens and Lee Weeks. Hold up. Hold up. What? I didn't, I didn't even read that. So <laughs> It's really, really good. It's Superman from before the New 52, and apparently when the New 52 was created, he's been living in that world this entire time, but he's so good at being Superman that he's managed to stay underneath everybody's radar. Him and Lois have been living a quiet life in the country together, and on the side, he's been going out and finding all of his old villains and preventing their origins from happening. So a lot of the Superman villains that existed pre-New 52 have been stopped from being created by the pre-New 52 Superman. And you can see him actually stop one from occurring in this issue. And it's really cool, because like he's also on the sidelines watching the current Justice League learn how to fight and learn how to deal with things like Darkseid. Mm. And he's just amazed at how weak and pathetic they are compared to the people that he knew. <laughs> and he's got a real cool black suit, uh, completely different from what he was wearing before. Um, just There's so many cool things in this book. And like I said, it's not something that I would have expected to make my list either. But it's one of the best Superman stories I've read in a long time. Uh, do yourself a favor and go check it out because it's really good. For Darkseid. Actually sounds interesting. It is. It's very cool. Is it like Dean Cain looking kind of guy? No, he looks. He has a beard. <laughs> yeah, he looks all gruff, and he's like much bigger than the current DC. Oh, it looks like Vato Superman again, right? No, oh. not quite. 
<laughs> but it's really good. I'm sorry, you just threw me for a loop when you said that. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? So that was my number two. What was your number one, Miguel? Numero number uno for all you vatos out there in Vato Land. Guardians of the Galaxy number one. Man, I've been on a, on a big-time Brian Michael Bendis love here this last couple of weeks. Last week I had two of his books. This week I got him again, and along with uh, Valero, Valerio Shitty. Am I saying that right? I know I got the last name right. Shitty. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. Dude, I love Guardians of the Galaxy, and this is really cool because now the thing is with them. Star-Lord isn't there. Well, Star-Lord is there, but it's Kitty Pride. Uh, Star-Lord's being the Prince of Spartax, as we know. The King, excuse me. And Gamora's not around. Uh, and of course, you know they're taking on the Shatari and beating the shit out of them, and it's pretty damn funny. You know, Kitty Pryde's like being her, and Rocket is like, "Yeah, this is cool. She's much better. She's it's, gonna do the thingy." It's the, guard- <laughs> it's the Guardians, you know, and love plus the thing. And of course, I'm Groot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. It's very and good. Venom's there. I think all of the all new number ones have been really good so far. Uh, Guardians seemed a little short to me, though. I think that was my biggest issue with it. It felt like it wasn't as long as some of the other ones. It was a really rushed story. It was very action packed, but it didn't really move super quick, and it just sort of ended abruptly. Which I think is what kept it from making my top of the list. Oh, I like the way I, I thought it was pretty cool how they had the little battle, then they quickly go back to you know Star Lord sitting there as the king, you know, going through the stupid stuff, and then that the plant or whatever the hell that thing was trying to make it out with him. We should mate, <laughs> and then you know all shit help happens, and then you see Gamora, and then you see uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but you see what happens at the end. Like, oh, okay, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, two Star Lords on the team Did that happened. Well, for me, Guardians of the Galaxy didn't quite make my top my top three as well just because I, it hit my inner honorable mention though but because i thought it was good it just the art was great the the story was good but it didn't move quite like they used to the pacing wasn't the same right i i, I definitely felt that way i just thought it was all out fun it was a lot fun to me I, I, guardians of the galaxy i don't think has ever really made my top three in the last run or whatever even come close i think maybe one did but that was because like super violence and shit went down or whatever but this one was fun it was like really fun uh, and it made me just, and I guess I super enjoyed it. It just reached out to me. It was like Spider-Man my number one. And it was between that one and Spider-Man 29.9. I was flip-flopping all the time, you know, couldn't figure out, but that was my one. So fuck you off if I don't like it. Well, I, I said it was <laughs> What was your number one, Sean? All right, my number one was I Hate Fairyland number one. Oh, you fuckwad. That's actually my pick of the week. That's my pick of the week, too. <laughs> um, that's uh, writer Scotty Young, and the artist is Scotty Young and Jean- Jean-Francois Ballou. Is the colorist Look for yeah, the he's a- bare necessities, <laughs> simple bare necessities. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's about a, a little girl named Gert, and she wishes that she could go to some magical land when she was, I think it was eight, maybe? Yeah, she was she eight was, or nine years little, old. She was a little girl, um, yeah. And uh, she gets sucked into this hole and falls and falls and falls. And she's like, oh, God, I'm going to get hurt. And I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Smashes right into the, into the ground. And she's like, welcome to fairyland. At first, she's all excited, right? <laughs> yeah. At first, she's like, this is great. There's all these mythical creatures. and Everybody's really cool. This is a really unique looking land. But I need to get home eventually. So how do I get home? And they tell her she has to find this magical key that will open this doorway. And they give her a map on how to get there. But, you know, she's not equipped as an eight-year-old girl to follow this map and figure out where she's going. She has a little sidekick they give her to, to tag along. It's like along. a fly. And, uh, got problems, man. You know, she, she becomes really dis- disenchanted with the whole idea of it after a few years. Mm-hmm. 27 to be. <laughs> 27 to be exact, yeah. She gets really gruff and really surly about the whole thing and just starts robbing, you know, casinos and, like, <laughs> pissing off the people in Fairyland. Like, they send mushroom guards to stop her and she just bites pieces out of their face. Like, 
you know, becomes really aggressive towards the creatures of Fairyland. <laughs> she had kind of like a Deadpool moment there because she's like, I can hear you talking. And yeah. she just fucks <laughs> the, the moon, moon. up. <laughs> it's, it's very funny and very, I can hear you. <laughs> very unique, I think. It was um, great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I can't recommend it highly enough to go pick up. Um, I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, I, I was chuckling the whole way through it. So this is definitely the best number one of the week. It's funny because she was all a little cutesy at the beginning. Then she falls down, smacks her face, breaks a tooth, looks like the ugly stick hit her. <laughs> like, what the hell? And she stays that way the whole way. It's great. So what was your uh, pick of the week then, if that was your number one? Uh, my pick of the week was actually Miguel's number two of Spider-Man 2099. Okay, cool. So, I mean, we kind of just all hit the same books for the most part. Guardians is the only one that was a little debatable. But uh, lots of good books this week. I had an honorable mention. What's that? Uh, Civil War number five. Charles Soule and uh, I can never pronounce the name. Francis Yu or whatever his name is. or I don't know. It was pretty cool. Uh, seeing how it all went down and how they figured out the end, who was behind the whole thing, you know, freaking scrolls again. Yeah. And then uh, Cap and Iron Man bite it. It was okay. I <gasps> thought it was kind of a lackluster ending to the, the whole Civil War thing, kind of a cop-out, but <gasps> that was just me. Yeah. <gasps> the whole Civil War thing, at least for this variation of it, didn't really make sense considering how Civil War actually ended. And I just kind of It's went, not the same. I mean, it, like, if you read the writing, you read the whole way through, it makes the it makes their zone sound like it's the size of the United States. Yeah. And when you look at the actual battle world map, it's not that big. Okay. And I just like the, a lot of the writing, at least for this whole run of secret wars is very distorted, very confusing. They make it each zone sound like it's gigantic, like the size of Africa for each one of them. And they're not, not the scale. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But when you look at the Loki book and, um, silver surfer, the Earth is still the Earth. It's still the same size. It's just got chunks of different worlds rammed together. No one reads those shits. <laughs> okay. Bring us so, something that matters. So it didn't really make any freaking sense, especially when you got Cap on one side on the blue, and they're like, we can't eat. It's like, just go to the next zone over. They Work can't. Work out a trade agreement with them. They're not supposed to. <laughs> Don't well, you know the whole it. thing? He's Doom a, says you can't a, do that shit? He's a rebel. Fuck them. <laughs> no, Cap- Fuck Doom. <laughs> nice. Really? <laughs> uh-huh. He'd be dead in one week. They'd throw your ass in the void. Well, then it would actually make sense. It would go back to the actual Civil War. <laughs> Shut up. Dude, it was freaking awesome. Ultimate sacrifice by Cap and Iron Man. Props to them. Save the world. Yeah, I just I felt like it was fairly save the zone really. Like, it was it was <laughs> save the cheerleader, save the world. It was an interesting thing to be fighting over, an interesting way to build civil war. Yeah, you know they were fighting over this thing that happened, and the you know there's this big divide between the two of them, and they're both like running their own little mini countries. I thought there were cool things about civil war. I didn't like the ending though. I mean, I thought the scrolls were just kind of a cop out way to end it all, and I don't know, it was just kind of lackluster. I didn't love it. Y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> you know what? Y'all bite my big I have nuts. A, I have a real honorable mention, though, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to shit all over yours now. Shattered Empire number three. That book sucks. The book itself is not great. I disagree with that, sir. <laughs> the book itself is not great, but there is an interesting moment in the book. Oh, oh, hang on. Excuse me. Forgive me. Star Wars, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, have you read it, Sean? No, I didn't. Okay, so basically what's happened is the Empire has surrounded Naboo, and they're planning on destroying the planet. There's, it's like a scorched earth initiative. That was one of the last orders that Palpatine sent out before he was killed. So years ago, Palpatine issued an order that basically decommissioned all their weapons. They don't have any fighters. They don't have any way to defend themselves, except for a small contingent of planes that are down in this really deep hangar underneath the reactor core. So nobody's been down there since the events of Episode One. So they go down there, and when the doors open, Leia, who's now Force-sensitive, sees an image of Darth Maul. Great. Out of completely nowhere. <laughs> 
So I don't know what the hell that means, but it was a very cool moment, and I'm kind of interested to see if somehow Darth Maul has survived all these years down in this hangar. That would be interesting. If Darth Maul shows up for Force Unleashed, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> shit your pants! <laughs> shit, I more than shit my pants. I'd be amazed. That would be so cool. Lord Maul. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if that's a real spoiler or what. But or, or it's an episode eight spoiler. Yeah, could be. It was a good book. It was not going to crack an honorable mention unless Maul showed up in there, and you know this. Well, yeah, aside from that happening. It if it wasn't for that, it wouldn't have made your top five. No, definitely not. <laughs> Whatever. I'm agreeing with you. I'm shitting all over you. Okay. <laughs> Take it like you like it. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Anyhow, let's move on to shilling a little bit. You're going to sell me? Huh? <laughs> That's right. Uh, if you want to support the show, Sean will be out on the corner of... <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, if you like if you like the show and you want to help support us, there are a few different ways you can do that. Number one is by going to our sponsor, which is tweakedaudio.com, and buying some kick-ass headphones. Uh, they have seven different styles of headphones. They come in seven different colors, and they're amazing quality. They have really good bass. They have really good uh, noise prevention, and... You know, just a great deal. Uh, if you use the promo code COMICAL, you'll get one-third off the cost of your order, plus free shipping anywhere worldwide. And they ship really quickly, too. You'll get them pretty pretty fast. I think it's like two or three days before they show up. Uh, alternatively, we have our Patreon up and running. And it's been a while since I've really done anything with the Patreon, but uh, got it back up and going, updated the rewards. Um, we actually got some real fun rewards for you this time. Oh, good Lord. Uh, if, you, if you go to Patreon, if you don't know what it is, it's basically a site where you can pledge to donate X amount of dollars based on however many episodes we release. So if you do $1 an episode or $2 an episode, all the way up to like $25 an episode, whatever that lot. whatever you feel like doing. But our reward tiers now are kind of fun, I think. Uh, if you pledge a dollar per episode, then Horses Sleeves will have a special dream about you. Don't tell that to him. He's going to have nightmares <laughs> over here. Oh, I felt the clips. <laughs> no, seriously, it's the kind of dream that will leave him waking up and needing a shower. Oh, <laughs> that ever happened before? We'll also tell you thank you because we really do appreciate you helping us out. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're going to pledge $2 or more, then Horses Sleeves will email you and tell you about his dream in vivid detail. He's shaking <laughs> over here. <laughs> so for just $2, you can find out exactly what Horses Sleeves wants to do to you. What did he do? Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you putting Sean into a catatonic statement? <laughs> uh, if you pledge $4 or more, then Horstocles will prevent Horstocles from sending you that email. <laughs> and instead, he will have Merman send you a personalized audio clip thanking you for supporting the show. You know it. Uh, beyond that, if you give $10 or more, then you've declared yourself to be a true horse minion, and you can pick any number that's available from 1 to 20. Okay. Um, on top of that, they'll get early access to our next bonus episode, and they'll get the things that we mentioned before. And they get a lot of FFs. Yeah, and they'll also get a Christmas card from Horstocles. Wow. Shirtless? Uh, well, that's entirely up to Oh, you said please. You didn't say sleaze. <laughs> uh, if you give 15 or more, you'll not only get all that other stuff, you'll also get a personalized thank you card from Miguel, myself, and Heather, as well as a vinyl sticker with our logo on it. Well, there goes our profits. Um, <laughs> I'll also give you a really cool nickname, which may or may not become a recurring joke on the show. <laughs> you don't want it. <laughs> and if you give $40 or more, then uh, you have earned the right to be a guest on the show. We'll set up a Skype time, and you can come on and do an episode with us. So, Wow. If you ever want to buy your way in, now's your chance. Buy your way in? <laughs> who would want to buy their way into this show? I don't know. People might. Oh, I know somebody who probably would. Yeah. We know how that Seal Adams guy is. <laughs> I suffered a year of working with you guys just to get in on this. Nice. <laughs> some I thought it was the clips. Some people have paid their dues. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, 
Uh, if you want to visit our Patreon site, it's patreon.com slash comical podcast. Go there and support the show. We really appreciate it. Um, alternatively, if you want to buy some comical merchandise, which a lot of our minions have been doing, you just mentioned Seal Adams. He bought a shirt. Uh, I'd like to say thanks to him, especially because he's been doing a lot to promote the show lately. Yeah, he has. Uh, go to cafepress.com slash comical podcast, and we have a ton of different merchandise out there for sale. So I got to buy that wallet. Yeah. That clock. The clock? Yeah. Okay, I thought you said something else. Com- comical dildo. <laughs> this is dildos. <laughs> it says comical, so you can see how. Never mind. I'll <laughs> stick it out of there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. You went there. And that's it, guys. So Ooh. do what you can to support the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, so moving on, Sean is here. Yes. Yes, I am. Welcome back, man. Welcome back, Daniel. And he has some news for us. He told us that he was leaving uh, in December. He's he's moving away. Yeah, I am. I'm I'm moving from Houston to a uh, much smaller town, uh, more my style, uh, Roanoke, Virginia. I thought you was going to the East Coast, you bastard. Yeah, yeah, East Coast. Um, a little closer to home as well. Well, a while back we talked about when you were leaving. Um, you said you might be interested in starting up your own podcast once you get there. Is that still a plan you have? It's um, not my number one plan, but yeah, definitely uh, maybe extend this podcast a little bit. Why is it not your number one? Uh, I got to get settled Because it's first. number two. <laughs> <laughs> Who does number two work for? <laughs> so your plan actually is to do a, a basically a comical podcast east. Yes. You want to yeah. become the first branch of our show. Absolutely. Uh, where people can go and get the same kind of reviews and, and use the same format. And so many jokes. Second, a, second, <laughs> second group of people giving the same kind of opinions. So we're going to allow him, notice I said allow, <laughs> the shit shoveler to take a part of us with him. Oh, I'll take a piece of you. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I thought that was happening anyways. <laughs> I'll break off a piece. <laughs> All right, then. All right. <laughs> So, uh, comical podcast is interesting. What, uh, if, if you did do that, if you did create a second comical podcast, what would you do to distinguish yourself as different from us? Mm, see, that's a, that's the difficult part. It's, uh, it's coming up with a, a slightly different format from you guys. Cause obviously the comic reviews would have to be in there. And I think funny stories definitely have to be in there. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I'd have to come up with something else that distinguishes what's in between. So I, obviously interviews. So like you guys have your own interviews. I'd have to try and get different people, th- different people at different times. You have any ideas for segments though? Mm, see, and I, yeah, that's where I, I, why I haven't really put this as my number one yet uh, is like something I need to get done because I haven't really been thinking about it that much. Who have you uh, given consideration for your co-host? Uh, my girlfriend, actually. Um, ho, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought you were gay. <laughs> no, Horse to Sleaze, I am not gay. Oh. Wait, Sleaze is in here. <laughs> sleaze is always here. He lives in, he lives in sleaze, our hearts. <laughs> yes, he's always in our hearts. I thought you and, and Josh. unfortunately, uh, always in was, me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought you and Josh Torrio were like Oh, like God, this. no. No, no, no. Another no. shout out. <laughs> Just messing around. That's cool. So are you moving because of a woman? Uh, I am moving for a lot of different reasons. Um, I'm moving... Because of a woman, I'm moving because of another woman. I'm moving, I'm moving away because of another woman. He's really got to um, get away from sleaze. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that too. I got to get away from sleaze and cleaze and bubba cleaze. And <laughs> oh, that's cool. I didn't mean to go back to that subject. But, but no, uh, 
No, it's so cool. your girlfriend is a co-host. Uh, yeah, she in a way she's like Heather. Um, she doesn't read comics typically, but I'm sure if I handed her some comic books and like here, I think you might like it. Is that a code for sex? Really, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> I handed her some comics. That's <laughs> the way you said it, I'll, man. I will hand her something else. Whoa. <laughs> She's not taken. The Aldo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Twice. <laughs> Holy shit. We are going to start selling that. I'll just call it the Aldo. The Aldo. <laughs> oh, my God. That's freaking cool. Uh, so she doesn't read comics and that kind of stuff, but she's good sense of humor. Yes, yes, she's got a great sense of humor. Dirty humor? Uh, yeah, yeah, Love. when she wants to. I really like her already. Yeah. More than you. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Could they do like, I mean, they're doing comics, but could it be like more, I don't know, movie background? Or, I mean, because Sean likes movies too. Or, I think if you're going to do a comical podcast spinoff kind of show, you have to keep true to the comics or the focus kind of nature of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean... There's a lot of shows that do movies and TV and other stuff and just general nerd culture shows. And if you wanted to be a nerd culture show, you could call it whatever you wanted. But if it's going to be comical, then I'd be the nth cast. Then, you, then you'd be something else. Exactly. <laughs> whoa, whoa. No name dropping them again. They're already gone. <laughs> oh, we're going to see them again soon. Yeah. No, I got it. But you know what? It is. He is right. If you do the comical thing East, since we know all the people we've had, we send them to him now. And he'll go on, they'll go on his show and it'll be a totally type of different interview because he'll be doing his own thing and be a totally different perspective for what he wants to ask them. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it being a lot of fun. And, and you know, despite your uh, apprehension about doing the show with us, I think you'd be fine, you know, once you get behind a mic weekly and you get kind of used to doing it. I mean, it's rough for everybody when you start, but yeah, a couple yeah. weeks into it, you get really used to talking. That's a code for sex. <laughs> really <laughs> getting into it? <laughs> yeah. It's rough for everybody when you get started. <laughs> no, I think you have a great personality. I mean, uh, outside of here, you're one of the funniest guys I've ever hung up with. And sad to see you leave, to be honest with you. Uh, but I think once that starts coming out more on the show, like you've been more relaxed today and you've come at me a lot harder than when you did. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> you did last oh, yeah. time. I'm, I'm coming at you. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It, it should be great. I'm, I'm excited. I'll be all behind him on this one. You're always behind him. Right? Whoa. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you like it. <laughs> well, anyways, if you haven't noticed, uh, Miguel and Sean are both throwing barbs at each other left and right and the reason for that is because we're playing a game which we have not mentioned yet when we started the show i handed both of them a list of five different phrases that they had to fit into this episode in places where it made sense and each one of them is getting a point for each phrase that they managed to say that you know fits in if it doesn't fit in then they're not getting a point for it but i'm the sole judge in this competition at the end of the episode one of them will be the winner i've used four out of five already just so you know you have used two <laughs> no i've not i used the uh... The one, I've used two, I've used three, and I've used four. Uh-huh. used three, actually. What? You haven't gotten the third one right once. You've said, like, ten different iterations of it, but you haven't <laughs> said it correctly one time. <laughs> Whoa, okay, fine. Five is going to be kind of tough to get in there, though. Yeah, I know. I know. Dick. Yeah, my number five is a little tough to get in <laughs> there. You want me to lose? <laughs> but Miguel is a, a real tight ass, so it is tough to get in there. <laughs> Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I see his time with Sleaze has really turned him around. <laughs> he's not a tight ass anymore. No, he's not. <laughs> Lucy Goosey. <laughs> well, that's cool. I-, I would like to see you do a spinoff show. You know, and anything we can do to help you make that happen, we'd be happy to, to contribute. So I recommend- Buy me equipment? Nice. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about going that far and all. but <laughs> we'll, make- we'll help you be successful because you're part of us now. Don't fail. 
Don't you dare fail. <laughs> we'll claim we don't know who that guy was. <laughs> Report him to iTunes. That's right. We're being stole our name. That's right. <laughs> hey, maybe we'll get our damn Wikipedia page up and running now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, we're, we're, we're conglomerate now. <laughs> we're Roxon. The, the Comical Podcast Network. Nice. We're getting big. Huge. I know. We're gaining all this weight. I know. <laughs> you got to go on a diet to fit the cast shirt on. I still don't know how you put yours on. You look like a sausage. I did not look like a sausage. It fit me perfect. Mexican sausage. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's called chorizo, as Sean would know. All right, chorizo, (laughs) chorizo, please. Chorizo, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, moving on. Okay. It's now time for our favorite segment. Tell me a funny story. And I am up first. Yes, you Although are. Sean has the option to go first if you'd like to. Uh, no, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you got to get over that fear, man. You're going to be no. comical podcast. Oh, no, no. no, no, no fear. No fear. I just want to hear what Justin's uh, story is first. How about comical podcast squared? He is kind of a square. We'll figure out a name for it. It doesn't have to be right. <laughs> is this the fucking 60s? <laughs> comical podcast 64? 1995? <laughs> Nintendo now? Comical- <laughs> 69 it? Comical mm. podcast way. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I'll help you out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Tell me your funny story, bitch. So, anyways, um, I've told a couple of different stories in the past about this gas station that's down the road from my house. Every time I seem to go there, something bizarre happens. How you doing, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> and without fail, I went there a couple weeks ago, got out of my car, and I was walking inside to go and pay for some gas because you have to pay before you pump, right? And I look over and I see this woman, this large woman. She probably weighed close to 300 pounds. That's a huge bitch. (laughs) Trying to climb onto the hood of her car. What? She's pumping gas, and her car is really close to the pump, and she starts climbing onto the hood of her car. And I was about to grab the door for the the gas station. I just kind of stopped and watched her because I was very confused by what was going on. So she climbs onto the hood, then she climbs onto the roof, and then she lowers herself into the car through her sunroof. And I'm just like, that was really weird. She's big? She's a big girl, yeah. And she she got got through the sunroof. She got through the sunroof. Are you imagining this? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually like picturing this. The only so, thing I can't, I can't picture is what type of car it was, but I can just see this 300 pound woman squeezing herself <laughs> through. It was a Fiat. A sunroof. <laughs> <laughs> a sunroof. It was not a Fiat. It was, I don't, I don't know, some kind of town car or something. I'm not sure exactly what, but uh, I went inside and I paid for my gas and I start walking back outside and I noticed she's gotten out of her car again. Because there was a line. It took me a few minutes to pay. So she got out through the door this time. I'm not sure how she got out of the car. (laughs) But she goes back around and she's hanging the pump back up, whatever. She takes her receipt and she climbs back the same way. And I stopped to watch again because this is just so strange. And she has a big gulp. You know, like a big ass styrofoam cup sitting on top of her car as well. Oh, I thought that was another name for an ass. She's got a big gulp. (laughs) What? (laughs) She needs an Aldo. I don't know. Oh, whoa. (laughs) So she she climbs on top of the hood of the car, climbs back on top of the roof, and she starts lowering herself, and she slips. And she falls, and she shatters the glass of the roof of her car. Oh, my God. And lands inside of it with a a big kaboom. (laughs) Now, I'm... I'm standing there and I'm watching this happen and I see her soda like fall on top of her as she's falling through the, the hole in the car. So since I'm a nice guy, yeah, I did go to check on her. <laughs> I walk over there and I'm like, oh my God, are, are you okay? And she was like, and I was like, do you need an ambulance or something? Are you, are you cut? Are you bleeding? And she's like, no, I think I'm okay. I'm just covered in soda and glass. She gets up and brushes all the glass off her. She had a couple cuts on her arms and stuff, but... Aside from destroying her car, oh my god, uh, she was okay. 
Wow. And I was just like, okay. And then I went and I filled my car up with gas and left and laughed about it the entire day. <laughs> what? Co- I would be curious as to why she was climbing through the roof. Thank That's, you. That, that to me is like, I would, I would have been like, are you okay? And why the hell were you doing that? <laughs> she seemed so stunned. I didn't want to, you know, berate her with questions. <laughs> oh, oh, but oh, oh, yeah, oh, I mean, the glass broke. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the only thing I could figure is that she was parked way too close to the pump. So go around the pa- the passenger and, and door. And maybe the passenger door was like damaged somehow and she couldn't open it. So go in the back door. As Sean likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why she was climbing in and out of the sunroof, but that's what happened. And it was really fucking weird and, and pretty funny yeah. to me. <laughs> Making fun of fat people, you fattest. Hey, <laughs> if I am one, I can make fun of them. <laughs> she went over there. You fall down, go kaboom. <laughs> I was waiting you say that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, who parks that close to the pump? Well, like there's a million, there's like literally a hundred different things she could have done to prevent that from happening. She could have backed her car up and then pulled back in. Yes. A bit yeah. further away. She could have climbed out the passenger door. She could have gone out the back door like Miguel said if she had to, you know. Was she special? She seemed like a normal woman who was just too Big. large to be climbing in and out of the sunroof. <laughs> it makes no damn sense. You're making this shit up. No, I'm not. <laughs> what are pictures? I wish I, I wish I'd taken some. I would have taken a video of that. I know I would have. Like, like, first I of can't all, get to my phone fast it, enough. It all happened. That's the thing. It all happened too fast. And I wasn't going to like walk up to her with the camera out. Like, are you okay? Selfie time. <laughs> this shit's going on YouTube. Are you okay? <laughs> if your fat ass can't get to the door because you parked too goddamn close to the pump, first of all, you're a shitty driver, and you're too damn fat. And if you go into the gas station, you come out with a big gulp, woman, just intervention time. I'm just saying, Jesus, who does that shit? That kind of big doesn't happen overnight. So you really know how big you are and how wide you have to open the door when the, when you got to get out of the car. How does that kind of big okay. happen? You know how it <laughs> yourself. Hey, I'm nice and thin here. I got into my NCAS shirt. Mm, I yeah, barely. <laughs> you you getting into that NCAS shirt probably looked like her getting through the sunroof. <laughs> oh, no, did. They didn't see that because I went into the bathroom and came back out. <laughs> the meat sweats like coming through. The, the meat house. sweats. <laughs> Dude, seriously. That is just too crazy. Where the hell was I at? You were at work by then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jesus. So That's my funny story. It wasn't even funny about you, but it's somebody else. It's something that happened, you know, that was in my vicinity, so it counts. She didn't hit on you? She didn't hit on you like like the Heather guy hit on her? No. no, no. Thank you, baby. What about you, Sean? You got a funny story for us? I do. I actually have one that happened. I had one, and then I had one happen on my way here. Um, my girlfriend called me, and uh, she said she was driving, and it, just so you understand, she is the nicest person you could ever meet. Like she's very polite, very generous to everybody. And for her to get mad about stuff is just, it's funny to listen to. And she calls me and she's, she's not like crying or anything, but she's upset. And she tells me like, I just called somebody a fuckwad. And I was like, what, what? Okay. Why were you in your car? 
And she, yes, I was driving and the guy wouldn't let me over. And he, every time I turned my turn signal on, he wouldn't let me over. And I just finally, I just, you fuck wad. And I was like, okay. And she's, now I feel bad about it. And I'm like, no, 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 fuck no. You have to commit to that. When you say, when you call someone a fuck wad, you got to commit to it. Cause you just stick with it and you don't feel bad. You don't let those emotions take over and go, Oh no, I didn't really mean that. No, you did. When you said it, you meant it. Were they driving a truck? Uh, you know, I don't know. She didn't Texas, tell me. So probably. Well, no, she's in Virginia. Oh, she's in Virginia. Yeah, it's possible because she's in Western Virginia. It's probably somebody is... in a truck. People who drive trucks are assholes. Usually. Yes. I always, <laughs> yeah. I always call them truck wads. Truck wads. <laughs> <laughs> don't you like how he just kept on every time I said fuck wad, he just looked right at you. <laughs> 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 Would you want me to look at you? No. <laughs> you should never feel bad about calling people names with their assholes to you. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's why I told her. I'm like, when you say that, like, you have to commit to it. You just stick with it. Like, don't back down on it. Was the windows down? No. Okay. No. You, got, you got to take. It However, to I'm level. one of those people that when she gets me on the Bluetooth, like I, I'm one of those people. You got to roll the window up for her because I will say some <laughs> fucked up shit if I know your windows are down. Him that's too. right. <laughs> windows down. Elevens come out and some words. That's the water yeah. burger lady. Can't take him to the drive thru <laughs> <laughs> Especially on Bluetooth. <laughs> cool. So what's uh, the other funny story? All right. The other funny story is, okay, uh, the last time I was here, I told a story about being in hospital. And this one, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, it's a shit story. Hi. <laughs> yeah. We love shit stories. Oh, here yeah. Shit stories are good. Um, so I'm going up to replace a computer that's in a patient's room. Okay. And the way this building is set up, like there's two doors for patient rooms. They're next to each other. And then in between those sets of doors is nurses stations. And I'm standing at the nurses station. I'm, I'm grabbing my equipment. And this old guy from the room next to the one I'm going to go into starts yelling. He's like, help, help. I need a nurse. Help. And I'm like, okay, uh, and I'm looking around and I see these nurses and they all look like they're playing a mental game of paper, rock, scissors with each other. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. And, it, and I'm like, okay, clearly when you see that kind of a look on a nurse, you are the problem <laughs> in that floor. And, uh, and he just, he keeps doing it and he keeps screaming at us. And then finally his, his scream changes and he goes, help, I think I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I really think I shit my pants. <laughs> and he keeps screaming for a nurse. And, and you didn't like, run by him and go, shut up, fuckwad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I'm, and I'm standing there. I'm like stifling a laugh because I'm right next to his door. And I'm trying not to laugh at him. Like, obviously, you can't do that when you're in, in that kind of a situation. But you see the nurses, all of a sudden, like the terror comes across their faces. Like, oh, no, no, I don't want to do this. And then finally, these two nurses, they're like, okay, I, we're going to have to go with this. And they start walking. They get right to his door. One foot's in the door. And I'm, I'm still like trying not to laugh. And he, he goes, wait, wait, no, never mind. I think I just farted. Might be a wet fart, but I farted. Didn't shit my pants. Never mind. Nice. <laughs> was it an old, old guy? Yeah, I was an old guy. Like, probably about 78, 80, you know. Why the fuck 80. are you laughing at old people for then? Man? Oh, oh <laughs> see, that at that point, that's when I just lost it. And I, I couldn't I couldn't you hold shit back your pants? laughing. <laughs> oh, I said, you shit your pants. I couldn't stop laughing. Help, I shit my pants laughing. <laughs> I'm just standing there, like, leaning over the nurse's station, just dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I could never work in one of those places. I couldn't either, I don't think. 
Yeah, it's a it's it's difficult. It really takes a a, a mental strength to work in um, the medical profession, even if you're not a nurse or a doctor. Uh, it does take some mental strength because you have to be around the patients. You have to help when you can. I got a question. Well, that's going to be my question in regards to your story there. Um, your IT. That's mm-hmm. what you do. You're not medical. You're not. You don't have doctors and whatever. You know. You don't play a doctor on TV either. If you're in a room, there's no nurses around there, and you're close to a guy, and you hear someone like in a state of uh, bad situation. I mean, they're having a really, really bad situation. Something's going on, life threatening. Do you run in there and try to do something, or do you like run down the hall trying to scream for someone to help? I mean, does that happen to you yet? Uh, well, I can't help. He pulls I actually up YouTube on his phone. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick, dude! I'm on, dude, room two twenty nine. Are you okay? It. <laughs> you don't look okay. Give me a thumbs up if you're gonna make it. <laughs> uh, no, I can't help um, because I don't have my RN. If I went and actually got my um, registered nurse license, um, I could actually stand there and assist but i i since i don't have it i can't do that i actually have to step out go get a nurse as soon as possible and that's that's what i got to do and that's it like i can't touch the patient because uh it's a huge lawsuit uh, otherwise um so i can't even adjust their bed like if they need help adjusting a bed i can tell them where to push the button okay on the bed but i can't do it for them okay that sucks because I know you probably there's probably been situations where small little details you could have helped someone and you probably wanted to but you can't. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's it's happened quite a few times. Um, huh. There's been a couple of times though where like if a patient is walking through the hospital, they're using a cane or a, um, a walker of some sort. And you can, uh, get you out. can walk with it. <laughs> you can get you out just, <laughs> just well, knock it right out. You like, run, run by walk. street, fuck wide, <laughs> bring it all together. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no. Um, I, you can walk with them, talk to them, and just generally be nice. And, and you'll see a lot of people will do that, um, especially it, it's encouraged at my hospital, which is you know the big network here in Houston. You better hope this bastard never gets his RN and you wind up having to go in and get a catheter. He's going to set you straight. <laughs> well, see, a catheter is a specialization. You have to be trained on that. You see? better hope you never throw out your back. Yeah, oh, no shit. We oh. sit there screaming, I need to shit, I need to shit. He's not coming to save you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to be YouTubing that. He's going to use what, the Aldo? <laughs> I'll help you, buddy. He's <laughs> like, hey, horse to please. Uh, come on, give me a big smile uh-huh. while you shit your pants. <laughs> Scratch that hospital off my list. <laughs> I'm going to go someplace where they save lives, not kick people's walkers out from underneath them. Hey, you fuckwad! <laughs> that sounds like the perfect hospital for you. <laughs> Very nice. Some funny stories. So moving on. Okay. From funny stories, I guess. We were supposed to do the autobiography of Horstocles as one of our three new segments today, but somebody didn't prepare. I got extremely sick, as you know. Uh, uh, Friday night, I started... You sick for two weeks, man? Dude, I've been sick bad. I haven't had my medicine for my stomach. Well, and you so, had prepared. Friday night, I, I was, ugh. It hit me Friday night. I just, I still feel kind of blue right now. My back hurts from all the vomiting and all the whatnot. Um, but I'm here. What's what's the whatnot? <laughs> you don't want to know. The shit in the pants is coming into play, baby. <laughs> I did shit my pants, but. Yeah, well. You know, so. I could have written something pretty quickly, but it would have been pretty shitty, and I don't want to do that. You know, got to bring it. Okay. You got to bring it. Understand mm-hmm. that? Well, ne- next week we have uh, a couple guests on, so we can't do it that episode. But the episode after that, I expect you to have it done. We'll do it two weeks from now. Hey, man, don't be pressuring me. It's two weeks. That's a whole, that's a whole <laughs> you've, month you've had to write you've had a page. A month at that point. <laughs> Dude, it's hard to write. I got writer's block. A I page? disagree, good sir. I got writer's I block. I disagree. 
You know how hard it is for me to write down my top three? <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> Writer's block. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> titles are hard. Nothing I can do about that. <laughs> Let's move on to this week's comics, movie, and TV news. All right. What do you want to talk about first? TV. TV. All right. So a lot of good TV news this week. FX announced a new TV series called Legion which is going to be based on the Marvel X-Men character, who is the schizophrenic son of Professor Xavier. So I think that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be awesome. You know, I like that guy. I like him in the comics. He's, he's a bastard. It's <laughs> my kind of guy. It's on FX, so it should be pretty cool. I agree. Uh, FX hasn't really thrown their hat into the superhero ring yet, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with the character, especially somebody like Legion who has all kinds of mental problems and you know doesn't really know what's reality and what's not. Yeah, and it's also super powerful. So, uh, especially with his power to distort reality. As exactly, well. <laughs> exactly. It's definitely going to be a trip to watch that show. So, are you a big Legion guy? Um, the X Men comics that I've read so far, like last time I talked about it, like I'm I'm reading through from the original release all the way through to current. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't. He was there, you know, back in the '80s, uh, a little bit, just you know, smidge in the '90s. But otherwise, um, I haven't got to that point yet where he showed up. Last year, there was like a whole run with him. Yeah, last year, X-Men Legacy was really focused on him, but uh, he had a lot to do with the 90s stuff. Like the late 90s, he was really heavily involved. So. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for it, too. I think it'll be a cool TV series based in the Marvel Universe. Uh, so moving on, Robot Chicken's DC Special 3 is airing tonight. Tonight? Tonight. Or it'll be before the show is released, so people probably will miss it. Uh. But uh, I'm sure it's available out there on various sites on the internet. For you to watch, <laughs> I don't. I don't watch Robot Chicken, so <laughs> I don't really really watch a whole lot of Robot Chicken either. Um, but I really enjoy the superhero specials. So if you never checked out the DC ones, you should. They're they're pretty damn funny. All right. In further TV news, uh, another really cool series is being developed for TV: Hack Slash, the uh, Tim Seeley series. Yeah, I saw a lot of tweets on this. Uh, Skip Woods is actually developing it. He's doing the pilot, and uh, he's the guy that wrote and directed Swordfish. Nice. Right? So. Kind of an interesting director to choose for this series, but I think it could be really good. So are you pretty stoked? I know you should be pretty stoked. I'm a huge Tim Seeley fan, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'm not sure what network is going to be on, and I think that'll have a lot to do with how dark they can go with it. CW. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's, let's hope it's not CW. Cinemax. CW is great for like lighthearted shows like Flash, but I'm not sure it's going to fit very well for something that's so dark like Hackslash or Revival would be. HBO. HBO would be a good choice, oh, Stars yeah. or Cinemax or one of the premium channels. Even, even AMC, I think, could do a good job. Oh, yeah. So we'll just have to see. Um, Fox is developing a X-Men-based TV series as well based on the Hellfire Club. <laughs> yeah. This, this could be actually, good. It could be bad. This one's actually going to tie much closer into the movies. Uh, it's going to be kind of a spinoff of the X-Men movies. Uh, it's going to focus, obviously, on Emma Frost and, and the Hellfire Club. Um, I think it's going to be really cool. Like, there's so much they could do with this series. There's so much source material to draw from for Hellfire Club, especially if they get into some of the newer mutants and they bring, like, Quentin Quire into it and some of the, the new age Hellfire Club kids. It could be fucking awesome. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this for sure. I think it's going to come down to who they choose to play the roles. I mean, I don't think you can really, like Sean said, I don't think you could, really, you could mess it up. You could but, mess it but up. But if you sure. get good actors... Decent actors? I mean, you don't have to be, like, super names. I mean, we're not talking McConaughey out here, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it could definitely explore the history of the Hellfire Club, especially through um, 2005 to 2009-ish. They did a lot of talking about the history of Hellfire in the books. I'd, um, I'd love to see them do, like, the new generation of Hellfire Club. Yeah, that's too. Like, learning about the past. 
not necessarily through flashback scenes because that's kind of an overused device at this point for superhero shows. But I would love to see <clears> them. <throat> <laughs> I, I would love to see them. You know, learn about the previous iterations of the Hellfire Club and what they did. You know, through some other device, through something we haven't seen before besides flashbacks. Would you be pissed if they like went off like Walking Dead and did whatever the hell they wanted to, just like change everything? Not really, because I mean that's a, that's how the movies are at this point. They just did whatever the hell they wanted to. Well, the Hellfire Club. I mean, there's a lot of different iterations of it. And there's you know tons of source material, like I said. So they can really just draw from that and create their own story. There's not like there's a Hellfire Club series that they're supposed to follow from beginning to end, like Walking Dead is supposed to do. Walking Dead should have followed the, the comic series from start to current, and it has not even come close to doing that. That's my problem with Walking Dead. I don't think. You know, I don't think that'll be the same. Another series that was announced this week is Why the Last Man is being developed by FX, uh, by Brian K. Vaughn, Nina Jacobson, and Brad Simpson as well. Why the Last Man is a, a fantastic series, one of uh, Brian K. Vaughn's most well-known series. That's a series that I really hope they follow the book storyline as well. Yes. Um, if they deviate from that too much and try to make it too different like Walking Dead was, I'm going to be really disappointed. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they don't do what The Walking Dead did <laughs> and they stick closer to the source material. You know, that's That's a completely different thing though yeah why the last man was an amazing series um you, you just couldn't go wrong with it and you know, they screw it up like you're just gonna have way too many pissed off people yeah did you ever read that one miguel no uh-uh i'm kind of lost i I'll, I'll check it out obviously i mean you seem to be raving about it so well, you, you like brian k vaughn right yes i do yeah obviously hello <laughs> yeah, so, i mean it's basically the story of one day this guy wakes up and he's like the last man on earth all the women are still there but he's the only man oh Oh yeah. Okay. Now. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a pretty good series, and it's, it's not what you expect. You expect it to be like all the women chasing after him because they want him to make all their babies. I mean, there is a little bit of that. Yeah. But there's also a lot of let's kill him. <laughs> yeah. Like we are women. We don't need men. And yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> it's it's a really kind of dark, sad series in places, but it's also really good. So I think it'd make a great transition to a TV series. On what network? FX. Okay. Effects. As far as casting, there wasn't a whole lot this week. Uh, Chris Vance, who is the lead in the Transporter TV series, has been cast as Non in Supergirl, who's a Kryptonian villain that shows up. <laughs> I'm going to do my old thing again. We're still casting people? The damn show hasn't premiered yet. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's why they got to cast people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Every week, though, hey, we got a new person coming on our show. They'll be on episode 40, season two, or whatever. Seriously, damn it, just already enough. Just put the damn show out there. I mean, we saw it already, but get it out there. It comes out this month. I think it comes out next week, actually. Good yeah, Lord. Yeah. They already so. introduced like 80 characters. <laughs> we got everybody set. We're good to go. Uh, they also released the trailer for Daredevil season two. Oh, I didn't see that. Yes. I'm pretty excited about You bastard. You just showed it to me before we started? You didn't get here until 30 minutes before we were supposed to start. Oh, okay. So you showed it to me later. We I mean, 30 minutes start. after we were supposed to start. Yeah. <laughs> was it good? Yeah, it's really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then there was a big rumor this week that uh, the Fantastic Four had been exchanged to Marvel and for the TV rights to the X-Men. Yeah, you told me that in the office. Fox. Um, it actually turned out not to be true. You lying bastard. Well, I, I told you it was a rumor, but it ended up not being true. Oh. Which is unfortunate because I would love to see Marvel get the rights to the Fantastic Four back and actually do it right. and actually do something good with them. <laughs> Man, I was so excited when you told me that too. We could actually have a Secret Wars movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Which would be cool. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. So moving on. Uh, that's it for TV. What do you want next? Comics or movies? Let's do movies. Let's save comics for last. Okay, so movies. 
Uh, Fandango has announced that they are planning a seven-episode Star Wars marathon at select theaters on the release day of The Force Awakens. You have any interest in going and watching all seven movies back-to-back-to-back? No. Mm, I don't want to be in a coma. <laughs> no, because I, I couldn't get through one through three. Well, it starts at 3 a.m., so really you could buy the ticket and then just show Take up. Take a nap. <laughs> show up at 10. <laughs> Take a six-hour nap. Take a six-hour nap, yeah. I don't know about all that. That's a lot of TV watching. That's a lot of sitting on your ass and eating popcorn and whatnot and having to go piss and shit and come back and piss and shit again. And How eat much more shitting popcorn. do you do? <laughs> hey, man, you're going to be there from 3 in the morning well, until God knows when. You haven't learned your lesson from the, <laughs> the convention center, have you? No. You go shit in the movie theater. That seems like a risky move. <laughs> but you said, what, what? who's playing it? Uh, Fandango. They're the, the company that does like special events at different theaters. Fandango. I've heard that guy's a wrestler, man. Fandango's a freaking wrestler. You know that, right? No. Yeah, he goes in there and he dances the Fandango. He calls himself Fandango, you know. But, you know, wrestling is gay, and, and I love it. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. Moving along, uh, Rosario Dawson has been cast as Batgirl oh. in the Lego Batman movie. Oh, fuck. I'm going to go kill myself. Why? She's great. No, it's Rosario Dawson. Everybody loves Rosario oh, Dawson. I, oh, everybody? Not people that like gay wrestling. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> wrestling is gay, and I love it. <laughs> I know you do. Nah, I'm, I'm cool with that. It's all right. You can't mess it up. It's right? Lego Batman. She's just doing voice acting. So that's not. Batman's going to steal the show anyway. Darkness. It should be good. Apparently, Mark Ruffalo is in talks to play Hulk in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, is that a rumor too? That is. It's it's almost a confirmed rumor, but it's still technically a rumor. Um, he's not going to be in Civil War, and neither is Thor, apparently. What? Yeah, Thor and Hulk are not supposed to be in Civil War. Hulk wasn't even on the planet during Civil War, and Thor was actually in Asgard. Yeah. And Tony Stark made a robot of Thor, an android. Look at that here. The minion knows some comics. And there's, damn. there's a lot of Thor stories where Hulk has gone to Asgard to help Thor with things. Yes. Like where Asgard has been besieged. Laying some pipe on Asgard. That's what you're saying? No, not so much. I mean, really, <laughs> he's just like, you know, the Titans attack Asgard, and he shows up with the Hulk and unleashes him, and Titans don't stand a chance. They're like, what the fuck is this thing from Earth? <laughs> Hulk smash. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it could be really cool to see what happens with Ragnarok. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for that one, probably more than Civil War even. Well, I think in the movies, they, they did a really good thing of showing how, was it Hemsworth and uh, Ruffalo, you know, the Hulk and Thor, you know, how they... They got along in the little chemistry, but it should be great. I hope they do sign it off and make it happen. Yeah, me too. Then you can't bitch about Thor being a wuss in his own movies again. <laughs> well, it depends. Nice. <laughs> depends if the lieutenant of the bad guy beats him again or not. Come on. Did he not Tired. get his ass whooped in the second movie? Dude, he hung in there. He was getting beat down by Malekith, but Malekith had the freaking... What the hell is that shit called again? The yellow dust with the frick crap was that again? The... What was a, the thing that Jane, the amber or ember? One of the Infinity Gems. Yeah. Yes. Hello. You'd get your ass beat up all over the damn freaking country. I'm not, the saying, world. I'm not saying Malekith couldn't put up a fight. Um, that should have happened. Malekith should have been tough to beat. His lieutenant should have been a lot easier than he was. Lieutenant beat the shit out of Thor on that planet, if you remember. Yeah, but that dude was also powered. He had some power, too. He used some ancient artifact to turn him into that. It wasn't... Okay, you can't punk just Thor on that either. Go back and remember how Odin had some issues taking those fuckers out, too. So No, he didn't. <laughs> He did a little bit. He had trouble with Malekith, and that's it. Yeah, it was Malekith that was the problem. Okay, well, he is the All-Father, all right? Come on now. Come me some slack here. Thor doesn't have one-fourth. Thor should not get beaten by a random dude who got a power-up from his boss. 
Well, that's true, but it's not his there fault. There you go. That's the shitty ass people that write the books. <laughs> Fucking Thor's got a legendary weapon. And yeah, well, why that's all he had. You separate him from the hammer, you beat him. You can't separate him from the hammer, though. He's still a god and super strong. Yeah, but you know how they are in this damn world. Everybody's super powerful, super god, super this, super that. Oh, no, but the Hulk can win all the time because he just gets more mad and pissed and he gets stronger. That's true because you, get <laughs> you know the where the Asgardians is. get their, their powers from, right? It's not their weapons. They get it from the golden apples that they get from the tree. Well, he hasn't eaten any apples. That's why they, that's why they live forever. Well, they don't, if they don't eat apple. those apples, then they're going to die. Eat some apples, Thor. Yeah, big time. <laughs> eat your apples, kids. <laughs> All right, so uh, you're going to like this one. Uh, in 2020... King Kong versus Godzilla is scheduled to be released. Yes, score. I've been tweeting about this all damn week. <laughs> Hell yes. So a monkey and a lizard fight. Hey, hey. It's blasphemy, sir. Matt Frank will come on the show and kick your ass. <laughs> he doesn't look worried. <laughs> Dude. Not in the least bit. Seriously. Godzilla is about to be off the chain. They've acquired the rights for the three big monsters. They have King Ghidorah. They have. Oh, is he actually going to show up in this well, movie? Hang on. There's another movie to be released before this one. The there's another Godzilla supposed to come out in 2018. Yeah, there's Godzilla 2 and the King Kong Skull Island movie. Yeah, and then it's Godzilla and Kong, which yeah. is 2020. Yeah, they've got King Ghidorah, they have Mothra, and they have Rodan. That's the rights they've acquired. So I don't know what Godzilla 2 movie is going to be about yet. But this one here, Kaizuki. he's talking about they're guys. They're going <laughs> to give, give Godzilla five more minutes of, of uh, screen time. Yeah. Nice. Instead of waiting until the last 20 minutes to show him. Dude, if you not watch any other Godzilla movies before in your entire life, that's pretty much how it goes. But one thing I will say here, if Godzilla. Kong wins, if Kong wins, fuck you, Hollywood. That's all I'm saying. Fuck you, Hollywood. If Kong beats this Godzilla, this roided out Godzilla, that's some bullshit. Okay, let me go. That's bullshit. What if, what if Kong is played by The Rock? Somebody's cooking. <laughs> Are you calling The Rock a big ape? <laughs> so Vin Diesel will be Godzilla. So then Godzilla will win. I mean, what if, what if they like blow uh, The Rock up? <laughs> Put him in a monkey suit. Jesus. The Rock always wins. Not against Vin Diesel. Against Godzilla, he would. Uh, if Vin Diesel's playing Godzilla? Vin Diesel's nobody. Vin Diesel beat Godzilla. Beat Godzilla. Vin Diesel beat The Rock in Fast and Furious. Fast and uh, the Furious movies don't count for anything. Whatever. <laughs> That's worse than wrestling. Come on. <laughs> Whoa. Wrestling's gay and I love it. I know but you, I, do. <laughs> you bastard. I hate you for that. No. If Kong. <laughs> fucking asshole. I can't believe, you put that in my five. I hate you for that. I'm going to get you for this. But look, I'm be honest with you. The new Kong is cool looking. I ain't going to lie to you. The last Kong and whatever. He is really badass. But the Godzilla now is too freaking huge. He's too roided out. He's too strong. There is no way in freaking. I don't know how the hell they're going to do this. There has to be a draw. There, I mean, that can't be a draw. There is no way in hell that monkey can beat the can beat Godzilla. Not this time. I'm rooting for Kong. I hope the god he wins. <laughs> oh, you son of a <laughs> I want to listen to the rage that I comes hope, from this I, man. I hope he goes all Bane and like breaks Godzilla. Bane? <laughs> like... Okay, where is this film going to be made? Here? Here? Or, or Japan? No, it's a U.S. film. Oh, Jesus Christ. That means there's going to be a chance. There is no way in hell. <laughs> there is no way. So you're going to make him now from this movie he just did and the new movie that's coming out in 2018. He's going to probably be a good guy. And now he's, he's going to switch in two years and become an asshole? He's going to be the bad guy? That's they, insane. Because I think that's what the Japanese did with him a bunch of times. Yeah, they kept I know. switching back and forth between him like trying to save them and him. Yeah, that's true. They've done that a lot. Say, fuck you, Japan. <laughs> I, I get that and I understand <laughs> what they're going to try to do with it. But there is no freaking way that ape, I don't care if the lightning hits him or a freaking comet comes down and gives him the lightning power that he needs this time around. There's no way in hell he can beat the Godzilla now. 
The Godzilla now is bigger than any other Godzilla that's ever been made. Why can't they just make King Kong bigger than King Kong's ever been before? He is big, but he's a freaking ape. He has no fire. All he has is some strength. But he has agility. He can dodge fire. Godzilla's basically like one-directional shoot flame. If King Kong's like sidestep, oh, he wins. No, you haven't (laughs) seen Godzilla's full repertoire yet. He has the ability to swipe with the tail. He can move and he can spin. He didn't do all that crap in this movie. He can jump over the tail. He can can roll out of the way. In any of the movies that the Kong fought Godzilla, Kong never jumped. He flipped, but he never jumped. That's the past. Why can't they change things for now? I don't even know how it's gonna. I don't even know how it's gonna go down. Why the hell is? I, I, it's fun to fuck with him sometimes. Yes. <laughs> as he was so fond of saying earlier. The story is going to be. I don't know what kind of story it's going to be. It should be amazing. Don't get me wrong. I don't have Kong hate. I just don't think he can beat Godzilla. But oh, it's, I do. The last King Kong movie was a piece of shit. <laughs> oh come on! When he was sliding around on the ice. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> that was freaking hilarious. It was so bad. But I mean, I. I honestly don't really care. Oh. <laughs> What the, the hell, last man? King Kong movie all needed was just a soundtrack of uh, um, Benny Hill. Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> the whole way through. <laughs> wow. Now, I think uh, Kong versus Godzilla is going to break some movie records, money wise. I really do. There's a lot of people that have been who have been wanting this movie to be remade. I don't think anybody's going to ever surpass Force Force Awakens. No, 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 not those. Mm. No, not Star Wars. But this Godzilla movie is going to going to get up there. It's going to surprise people, I guarantee you. I, I think Force Awakens is going to make more money than any movie ever has made and probably ever will make. What about the one after? I, no, this, this is one. too much excitement. There's too honestly. much hype for this. There, nobody's been so hyped for the movie ever. What happens if they end it like they do uh, Empire or it some shit like that? It won't matter. It's not going to matter. No. I, I'm t- more people will go and see the first one when it comes back than we'll see the second one. I got a feeling that Seven... More, more times. More times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When Seven comes out, yeah, a lot of people are going to see it. I agree with you 100%, but I got a feeling that they're going to up it up. And eight and nine are probably going to be even more I mean, spectacular. You, you have those people that are like, they're diehards. They will go and see the movie five, six times. Well, I'll probably see it two or three times. Gonna, you hear about these cluster of people that do that. This is going to be one of those things, that, especially Star Wars, is going to be one of those things you're going to have probably a million people, people doing bought, that same. People have bought shitloads of toys and, yes. and, and promotional items and merchandise and all that the, stuff Disney's right now. Disney's made so much money already, already off the of not even the out toys. Yet. But when the second movie comes out, a lot of that hype, I mean, people will still be excited to see the movie. But the hype about all the merchandise, the hype about all that stuff, it's going to be died down because that's just the way it happens. So it will still make a lot of money, the second and third one, or, or eight and nine, however you want to say it, or even the spinoffs. Mm-hmm. But I don't think any of them are going to surpass number seven. Number seven is going to make more money than any movie ever has made or probably ever will make. I honestly believe that. I, I agree that it's going to make more money than any movie that's been out ever right now, yes. I just got a feeling that they got it out. They got it right. I think they're going to do something, something spectacular in this movie that's going to make the next one, like, be like, holy shit, I can't wait. It's going to be worse than this one. Uh, I, you know, just like you, I'm super stoked to see this movie. And you're right, I probably will see it two or three times. Hell, I may even go more than that. Uh, I'm just saying, all I'm saying is about the Godzilla Kong movie. It is going to make a lot of money, more than people think it's going to make. Like the Fast and the Furious films, a lot of people thought, oh, shit, they done warded into the ground. Dude, did you saw where number seven sits in the top three of this year. It's ridiculous. But yeah. Either way, I'm excited. So what's the other movie you want to talk about? I'm sorry about that. We went on a long Godzilla rant there. <laughs> you know, I have passion tangent. for Godzilla, we man. We really went off on a big tangent there. Well, my boy is also, my young boy is a big, big Godzilla nut. I will probably have to take him to the earliest showing possible, and we will probably go maybe three or four times, and that's no lie. I I just think people are going to be skeptical, considering the last Godzilla movie, like, everybody was excited about it, clearly, because it looked like it was going to be good, and then it turned out, like, mm, where the fuck is Godzilla? And I think people are going to be a little skeptical until you start seeing the trailer. Oh, yeah. When you I, get the trailer, you get one of those two-minute, three-minute trailers, I think that'll 
if anything, that'll be what turns it around. They're going to have to put out a really good trailer. I think it'll be fine. I think the new one that comes out will be okay. Uh, I agree with you. Like the first one when it came out, it's was like, hmm, hmm, okay, where's Godzilla? <laughs> but, I, but being a Godzilla fan that I've seen all those movies before from way back when it first started, there's always a story they want to tell. And then Godzilla shows up and there's more story than Godzilla again. What? So I'm used to that. I got a feeling they probably took that in consideration. And so you'll probably get a lot more Godzilla than when you did the previous movie. Yeah. So we'll see. All right, sir. Sorry about that. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the last piece of movie news is that Bob Kane is receiving a posthumous star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for his contributions of Batman to the Batman movies. Well deserved. Well deserved. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's pretty cool. That's going to happen on October twenty first. So okay. Pretty pretty cool. A little late, but <laughs> yeah, <can laughs> a <we> little. Start, <laughs> yeah, can we start giving the awards to people when they're still around? It is what it is. Like when are we going to get ours? Probably never. Okay. <laughs> Even after we're dead? Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to comics. Um, in January, Marvel is going to be releasing 10 True Believer $1 issues of Deadpool in anticipation of the movie. Um, they're all repeats of previous issues, and they're all key issues in Deadpool's past. Um, it's a lot of good stories. I mean, I looked through the list. They're all really funny issues, so uh, definitely worth picking up. If you're not familiar with the character, it's a good way to familiarize yourself before the movie comes along. $1? One dollar each, so it's ten bucks to get them all. Wow, not bad. Yeah, yeah that's a good price. <laughs> Considering four bucks a book, five bucks a book, yeah. six bucks, seven bucks. Good <laughs> lord! <laughs> uh, there's a new Green Lantern series starting in January called Green Lantern: The Edge of Oblivion. You're not getting me, DC. You're <laughs> not getting me. <laughs> it's being written by Tom Taylor and drawn by Ethan Van Schriver. Uh, I don't have any other information about what it's going to be about. Although I think that the main guy is going to be Hal Jordan. You're not getting me. <laughs> you got me one too many times already. Wonder Get- Woman is also getting a standalone series in January called The Legend of Wonder Woman, and it's going to be a collected version of her origin story. It's going to be like a seven-issue miniseries that tells the origin story of Wonder Woman. I will pick that up, but only for my wife. It actually sounds pretty cool. It's being uh, written and drawn by Renee DeLiz. I don't know, I'm not familiar with her, but still, I'll probably pick it up. It sounds kind of cool. Uh, did you guys see the electromagnetic Mjolnir that people have been talking about online? Yes. That I could have picked cool. it up. No, you couldn't. <laughs> I could have picked it up. I'm worthy. Did you see the, the, the videos? Yeah, people couldn't pick it up. People not being able to pick it up? Mm-hmm. We don't have it unless you cut that guy's thumb off. You're not picking it up either. <laughs> uh, well, you just spit it off the metal. Yeah. That kid did at the end. I thought it was pretty cool, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, some guy built a, an electromagnetic Mjolnir that'll attach itself to any metal plate on the ground, and you can't actually pick it up unless you use his fingerprints because it has a fingerprinted scanner on it that releases the lock. So pretty cool. Pretty inventive way to make a uh, hammer. I'm worthy. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you will like this, though. Um, DC and IDW are partnering for a Batman Ninja Turtles crossover next year. It's being written by James Tinney IV and drawn by Freddie Williams. Yes. It's going to be the Turtles in Gotham City. That's freaking awesome. Uh, <laughs> I showed the boy, and Brayden was like, what are they doing? <laughs> As you know, he's a big Turtles guy. I think it'll be pretty cool. Uh, that kind of makes my head hurt, just... Because I think back to the Marvel DC crossovers, and I just, oh, ow. Come on, dude. It's a bunch of turtles with I mean, it was a, and bad God. Ghostbusters and turtles, that was good. I like that crossover. I don't know about Batman and turtles. We'll have to wait and see, but I'll, yeah. I'll probably pick it up. Which it is, freaking Batman? It is Batman. No, which freaking Batman? Are we talking Commissioner Gordon? We're talking Batman, Batman. Bruce Wayne. Really? So he's going to get his memory back gonna be out, It's going to be out of continuity. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. Yeah, most, most kinds of things like this are. You know, it'd be pretty interesting though if it wasn't. Yeah, it'd be really weird if it was, you know. Dude, could see Capullo and uh, 
what's his name? Snyder getting in on that? <laughs> That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, you Turtles know, will be all dark and shit. You know, Capullo is leaving the book for a few issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not really current news, but it is kind of unfortunate because I love Capullo's art. Yeah, we'll see. And that's it for news. So I want to uh, real quickly tally up the points for who's been able to say all of the things that I told you to say. It uh, looks like Miguel managed to say four of his things, and Sean has managed to say three. Loser! No, I said four. No, I think I slipped not. the ain't nobody got time for that in there somewhere. You're right. It's a tie. No, because somewhere in there he licked it like he liked it. No. You never, you never said lick it like you like it. <laughs> I just did. You said take it like you like it. Like, uh, like 15 times. <laughs> I just said to... lick it like you liked it just now. <laughs> Damn you. It fit in if you're referencing the actual I also game. hear you're obsessed with uh, gospel music. No, I'm not. <laughs> Drop the mic, motherfucker. No, that doesn't fit either. Doesn't, nice try. No, no. <laughs> it doesn't. So, unfortunately, we have a tie game. Uh, I just did the calculations, and it's four, four to four. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that Miguel did not manage to say correctly was "lick it like you like it." He said, "I just said it." <laughs> he said, "Take it like you like it" a bunch of times, but uh, that's not the same thing. Does it count that I dropped number five like ten times because of you? I'm impressed that you said that wrestling is gay and you love it. <laughs> <laughs> as many times as you did, but it was it was pretty fun. Sean uh, got all of his except. For for uh, telling Miguel that he heard that he loves gospel music. <laughs> I hear that you're obsessed with gospel Let me music. see that stupid list of yours. <laughs> it's a pretty good uh, throwback to last week's episode with the Nth Cast, which if you have not heard, it's one of our best. I recommend checking that one out. Um, and that's that's pretty much it, guys. I do want to remind you that our 100th episode is coming up very soon, and we're doing a Q&A along with a ton of other things. So if you have any questions or comments or you just want to tell us how much you love the show or whatever, send an email to comicalpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you ask us a question, we will answer it no matter what it is, no matter how depraved. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> so write us, and uh, you'll hear the answers on the 100th episode. And if you just write us and tell us you like us, that'll be read aloud as well. Um, I want to remind everybody to follow us on our social media. Uh, we're at Facebook at facebook.com slash comicalpodcast. We're on Twitter. I'm at comicalpodcast. I'm at comicalpodcast, too. If you want to follow Sean, you can find him at... I'm a fuckwad. What? <laughs> that's your new no, one? Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be my new Twitter handle. <laughs> I like it. Horse, at Horsemanium519. And uh, also, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher. And if you enjoy us on any of those platforms, please go out there and leave us a five-star review. And uh, since, Sean, you're, this is probably going to be your last appearance on the main show for but, a while. But you know what? Skype in. That's true. But, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to not you leaving, but looking forward to you starting comical podcast east i think you're gonna do a great job i've always had fun you know razzing on you and giving you shit but you are right in my book shit shoveler yeah thanks <laughs> now go show my shit you want to close this out sean all right keep on laughing bitches